0: Welcome to The weather Pod, a podcast about the growing importance of weather information to business and society. I'm Alan Thorpe. I'm a former Director-General of the European Centre for Medium-Range Weather Forecasts, a former head of the UK Met Office's Hadley Centre and a Professor of Meteorology.
1: And I'm David Rogers. I'm a former Chief Executive of the UK Met Office and am now a consultant with the World Bank, helping countries improve their weather-related disaster management systems and services. Weather
0: information is a critical international resource for saving lives, making business and society more efficient and building resilience to extreme weather and climate change.
1: In each episode, we invite a leading expert to discuss how public, private and academic sectors work together to produce weather information and make it available to business and society.
0: We also investigate how weather-affected public and private enterprises
1: actually use it and the new business opportunities being created. And because extreme weather often impacts the poorest the hardest, we'll look beyond the rich countries to the less developed ones, which host most of the world's population. Today, it's our pleasure to welcome A.R. Sabaya, Director of RIMES, the regional integrated multi-hazard early warning system for Africa and Asia, to the weather pod. Sabaya has had a long and distinguished career in the Indian government, There he implemented development and disaster risk reduction programs before moving to the Asian Disaster Preparedness Center. There he began building a regional project to strengthen institutional capacities to create end-to-end early warning systems. Following the 2004 Indian Ocean tsunami, this transformed into RIMS with Sabaya as the founding director with the mission to develop a multi-hazard framework for the generation and communication of early warning information for all member countries. Sabaya, a very warm welcome to the weather pod.
0: Yes, welcome, Sabaya.
1: Thank you very much, David Arlan. It's uh, great to be with you today. Sabaya, perhaps you could start by telling us something of the history and evolution of Rhymes from its beginning as a tsunami early warning system to the multi-hazard mission it pursues today.
2: Yes, David. Uh, initially, when the tsunami happened in 2004, in 2005, process is a political commitment only to establish Tsunami early warning system. So resources available only for Tsunami, uh, uni, uh, only one Tsunami hazard early warning system. Uh, with uh, great difficulty, we could convince few development partners like Denmark to appreciate the need to sustain Tsunami, which is very infrequent hazard. To sustain Tsunami, we need to incorporate Weather, climate, hydrology services so that the sustaining tsunami will be possible only, only when we integrate these multi hazard uh, process because something will happen or other, the institution will be alive and active that will in turn sustain tsunami. So, that convinced a few development donors to integrate weather, climate, hydrology into the tsunami early warning system. So, the multi hazard early warning system came. Then the demand came from countries that it's not just the hazard forecast alone will do. We need to integrate these hazards into uh, user applications so that users are able to make use of the uh, scientifically-based forecast uh, advisories into actionable early warning systems. So the integration came because users demand to to provide value-added data for the forecast uh, 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 advisories and services. So that is why integrated come. You can see RIMS is a regional integrated multi-hazard early warning system. So there there are three phases in 10 years, uh, David, phase one from 2009 to 2012, uh, it was uh, basically focusing on providing regional early warning services for tsunami, weather, climate services. Then from that is a phase one providing early warning services. Phase two from 2012 to 2015 is a very critical time. The user demanded more and more daily order products. So there is an impact forecasting uh, demand came to, to transform forecast into impact-based forecast. So the, the there is a gradual evolution of uh, rhymes services from hazard forecast to impact-based forecast. Then came that uh, it is not good enough so much information is coming from weather and climate services it is uh, we can use the same infrastructure of early warning and uh, leverage that uh, capacity to generate usable information for at least the critical uh, climate sensitive sectors for water resource management agriculture public health etc so we try to respond to that services a kind of tailor-made services to these uh, sectors. So, when <clears throat> the sectors came, then there was a demand for more and more services and uh, NHMS informed the countries, unless we make investments in the critical infrastructure of NHMS, of modernizing forecast services and all, it's very difficult to meet both the existing demands of the users and the emerging demands. So, that process, uh, a kind of a process that uh, we, we need to provide a, a kind of a business, business support system to provide services to all these sectors, allow, adopting a goal government approach, not just the climate-sensitive sectors, so that you can um, you can convince the pl- planning and finance ministries to invest to mobilize to mobilize resources for providing value-water services and uh, NHMS uh, capacity building. So to the, this phase three is a very important one. This process, I am going to address uh, this issue when you are going to ask about the World Bank projects. This is how the World Bank MOU came and that gave us a confidence to uh, provide a kind of uh, integrated services through national DSS and also RIMS regional UND system. So you can see evolution from my CASAR focus early warning to impact forecasting to uh, impact forecasting tailor-made services to. Uh, a kind of integrated services to covering all the departments. So that is why Rhymes in ten years, in three phases, it is able to meet the demands. And uh, there are existing demands will come in future, and we, uh, the Rhymes will see that how it can be also addressed. That we will be discussed well, are, we'll discuss when, uh, in uh, in the next question. Thank you so much.
0: So thank you, Sabaya That's very interesting. I wanted just to ask you a little bit about the governance of uh, Rhymes. I mean, you've mentioned that. RIMS is governed by the heads of the national meteorological and hydrological services and the other technical agencies involved in generating early warning information. So, I'm I'm curious to know how easy is it to to make and to implement policy decisions when you have this multinational, multi-agency governance of Rhymes?
2: It's a very particular question, Alan. Uh, we went through a very interesting process, interesting process of. Uh, an uh, easy policy making and implementing process within rhymes. Each country, we had an assessment of critical needs from the end-to-end uh, early warning perspective. That is, uh, if the, any gap is there in the end-to-end early perspective, the L1 system will not work. So you need to address the gaps from an application perspective. When the application perspective, uh, uh, demand came from an application perspective, then NHMS uh, is able to appreciate that it's not just good enough to uh, provide a forecast even though forecast can be given but it has to be in a form that should be uh, addressing the critical gaps so the user can understand and use it. This is a common gap all the countries including low capacity countries, middle level capacity countries, high level It's a common gap because this is the interface process is a gap. To address the gap we need a, a flexible policy process so that this common uh, elements can be, uh, regional elements can be articulated and uh, addressed. So it, since the process came from a user perspective and user-need driven uh, forecast services, and uh, this is a common um, critical gap in all the meteorological services, so they appreciated it and they given an uh, institutional design to rhymes to be flexible enough to assess the gaps, address, address those gaps so flexibly. So the policy making was easier because one one critical component that addressing the gaps from a user perspective.
0: I, that's a great that's a great perspective. I, I just as a follow up. I mean, you make it sound easy, but I'm sure it was very difficult at times when you have multiple countries uh, with multiple uh, needs and desires um, to bring all those together to uh, to agree to cooperate. So I, I, I guess. You must spend quite a bit of time talking with uh, your member states, your member organisations, to really bring them uh, to a common theme. Is is that is that how it works?
2: Yes, there are two dimensions in in that. One is uh, engaging countries and a bilaterally by rhymes and individual countries, convince them about the critical gaps and the need to address the critical gaps. So there is an individual level engagement. Second is. Uh, Each country, we have established an institutional mechanism to have a regular interaction between NHMS and the user departments so that user departments articulate the gaps and uh, NHMS appreciate that. So because of uh, the ground level work already done in uh, understanding the gaps from the user perspective, uh, and uh, we found that almost all the countries have common elements of uh, um, this gap. So there is a shared vision of addressing gap. Number one, number two, in the RIMS uh, in, uh, institutional design, there are cont- more. Than most of the countries are low capacity countries. You know, about ninety percent of them are low capacity countries. So those countries have a overwhelmingly uh, support any policy, and uh, other countries also uh, sub, uh, uh, really uh, appreciate the um, the demands of the low capacity countries and there is a consensus third aspect also i i, I will tell you this third aspect is that we have a common but the differentiated services common means we have a generally common uh, services for all the countries but uh, countries can choose the uh, the services they need from rhymes differentially so there is no other um over, uh, any other um, consideration comes all the countries have can have something or other problems, because we have a common but differentiated services to different countries. So these three elements make it easier for us to make a policy decision and implement it. Thank you.
1: So, Subhaya, I'd like to, to turn to discuss the relationship you have with uh, other international organizations. So as you've mentioned, you're an intergovernmental body, and you sit among a number of under, other international organizations such as the World Meteorological Organization. How, how have these relationships developed and are there ways to, in, to improve cooperation with them?
2: Yes, that is a very interesting one also. Um, what we have done is we have an in, in-depth uh, uh, engagement with the country level, country level NHMS. So NHMS convinces WMO, NHMS convinces other partners that they need Rhyme services because it addresses the critical gaps and also provide institutional support just not the project based institutional support even when the project is over there could there will be a backup support from rhymes to continue to do that one. so because of nhms advocacy initial the initial period all the institutions really appreciated the rhymes role and they came together because of uh, this demand, this articulation of uh, process by NHMS themselves and uh, also other user departments. Thank you.
1: Can I just fo- follow up a little on that? Because I think it's a, this is a very important point when you, you talk about sort of having a process approach rather than a project approach so that countries aren't left sort of simply doing something um, for a short period of time how is you how do you manage to to resource these things? i mean what 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 enables this to be sort of a stable approach to the problem?
2: Yes, this is a very interesting one. In the uh, Ryan's first and second minister's conference, this process was articulated that most of the uh, initiatives are taken on a project basis, it is not being sustained beyond the project. It requires a lot of time for the uh, particularly low capacity, medium and capacity countries to sustain this uh, new technology, new practices. Hence, there is a need for a corpus fund with RIMES to ensure that all the um, projects which uh, which are ending, when the development partners in the projects, RIMES should uh, ensure continuity of those in uh, process and uh, provide institutional support to the countries so that the gains are not lost, the gains uh, are actually continued. For example, climate forecast application project uh, funded by USAID in uh, Bangladesh in 2007-8. The project ended in 2012. And uh, the program, uh, there was a need for the flood forecast warning center in Bangladesh to continue the forecast, but they needed range technical support. So we provided technical support to FFWC, Flood Forecast Warning Center, Bengal Days, to continue to provide that uh, 10 day improved forecast. Plus, also, we improve from 10 days to 15 days, the refinement. So, both uh, sustaining their services, but also refining the services because of the corpus fund we have within the uh, RIME system through contribution by countries, that, that we are able to bring a new philosophy of sustaining. Any uh, important uh, um, interventions after the project period is over. That is uh, a reason why. Thank you.
0: Sabaya, one of the uh, highlights uh, for me when I was Director General of ECMWF, European Weather Centre, was the occasion when you and I signed the first agreement between RIMES and ECMWF and uh, of cooperation between the two Multi multinational organisations i wonder how how has that evolved that relationship uh, over the time since we first signed it
2: i am still nostalgic and, uh, about that uh, moment when you when you really encouraged uh, us to sign the cooperation this license agreement with ECMWF ECMWF that was the turning point for rhymes a landmark moment i can say a hinge moment in rhymes history because of that uh, uh, license agreement approved by you, uh, rhymes was able to provide value-added services, impact forecasting uh, services, and also a decision support system, and also the derived products for flood forecasting, etc., for several countries. And that really uh, brought huge you know, technical credibility of Rhymes that earned the trust of the countries. So that is a really landmark uh, agreement. Now over the periods of uh, over the period of time, there it was taught, uh, the engagement is uh, as intensified and deepened. That uh, we, we provide provide verification uh, reports of extreme events whenever something happens to uh, ECMWF so that they can see how the forecast model uh, worked, worked or not. And also we have a, a kind of a, um, a process now that more and more countries need. ECMWF forecast data with a higher resolution. So the demand came. So now we had an engagement with the uh, ECMWF. ECMWF mentioned that if you are able to provide locally relevant data uh, in addition to GTS, the additional data, both historical and the real-time data, we'll be able to provide higher resolution forecast. Then we had a discussion with countries. Countries agreed to this uh, unique regional data sharing arrangement in, for, in which countries will share the data to RIMS, RIMS quality check and uh, give it to ECMWF. ECMWF will provide high resolution forecast. This is a kind of win-win situation now. And uh, now the there is a resolution in the 12th RIMS Council last year that almost all the countries have appreciated this effort and they are going to uh, share the data real time historical to ECMWF and ECMWF is also agreed to provide a high resolution forecast. This is how the relationship evolved both in terms of in broadening and deepening the services because of ECFW. That is because of the foundation, store, foundation laid by you, Alendra. Thank you very much. Even though I don't meet you regularly, but every day I appreciate that work. Thank you so much.
0: That's very kind, Subhaya. I mean, you raise a very important point that's come up in the weather pod on several occasions, and that is that for global forecasting centres, for them to have access to local data that can be used for verification really helps to improve the models and I think uh, the, the relationship with Rhymes has really demonstrated how critically important that feedback and interaction process is so it really as you as you articulate it very nicely it it cements the relationship very strongly as a two-way um, partnership that actually both sides benefit from uh, significantly thank you you're listening to WeatherPod with Alan Thorpe and David Rogers.
1: Yeah, this leads into the whole notion of open data policies. Um, I mean, as you've just as you've just articulated, I mean, data sharing is critical between global centres and countries, and both benefit. And how do you how do you see open data um, policies developing among Rhymes member countries, and what role does Rhymes play in promoting open data?
2: This is a very important um, uh, issue, uh, David. Open data in principle is a very uh, good concept. Yep. A kind of, uh, mm, yeah, a kind of win-win situation for all the stakeholders in who are sharing the data openly. Because uh, as there is an economic value of sharing the data when the economic prosperity increases, the wealth can be really shared among the participants. But there is, in principle, it is a, a kind of very, very important one because only 10% of the services information approximately is being applied. 90% of the information is not, uh, potential information is not applied for the, in the sector, in the sectors where they can make a difference. This is because of the uh, the data sharing. One of the, one of the major barriers is data sharing constraint. So in order to realize the full potential of climate services, it is better to have open data services. Because historically, there is a cultural barrier for the countries to share the data, we need to go through a transition process. The transition process already we established, like I mentioned earlier, that sharing the data with the ECMWF and ECMWF will provide a high-end forecast. This transition process will demonstrate the benefit of sharing data uh, uh on a wider scale and uh, also appreciating the limitation of uh, the public sector uh in providing the really um, the user need uh, user uh, made, daily made services to various commercial uh interests commercial uh, enterprises so there comes uh, a kind of uh, a domain appreciation where a public service public uh, nhms cannot serve there, uh the the publisher can take it so that uh, there could be a, a, sh- a appreciation for sharing the data openly and get the benefit and that is a where uh, rhymes is evolving a kind of demonstration process by which we demonstrate the sharing of data what, how value what what are the value economic value social value it brings in and how the broadening that sharing data will help to um, broaden the um, full um, utilization of potential uh, value of climate services so that uh, the the private sector uh, can also provide some resources through a public private sector partnership to the uh, nhms for augmenting weather systems weather data systems and other weather weather data processing etc so that there will be a, a synchronized and also very symbiotic relationship could be established in future i'm expecting this is going to come in the future. So, open data is going to be the one one process by which uh, we go through the transition at a, and reach that level of complete openness when there is a clear understanding of the public sector and private sector domains, and uh, each other appreciate in the mutual for the mutual benefit. That, one. that will that will happen in the future. Thank you.
0: We, Subhaya, we know of course that numerical weather prediction and and weather services are always evolving and we you know we see in in the new strategies of the some of the major centres like the met office and ecmwf uh, that there are big developments on the way and in particular i'm thinking about you know higher resolution ensemble prediction and also cloud computing and and cloud data storage and access i wonder how do you see all that impacting rhymes and its
2: members uh it will have a very very positive impact sir. Uh, in the sense that you know that uh, in the higher re- resolution forecast will drive will drive a process so that uh, the nhms will be in a position to make use of that uh, uh, high resolution forecast data and uh, make uh, make it uh, a kind of uh, um, a kind of transform it into a value order services and deliver it to the um the uh, the public so that you know, that process will come when really the ECMWF or any other global centers' forecasts are better than what is currently available with NSMS in spite of everybody running their own NWP and other systems and all. So the technology really technology really, really convinces us about the cost effectiveness and also the value of technology for making differences in the user systems Ultimately, it is the users who will decide what best they want. Otherwise, uh, he, uh, it will not. Uh, um, they, uh, nobody can hold that kind of a thing. So, Rhymes is, now, is in a position to appreciate this kind of emerging um, uh, process and ensure that uh, uh, it will bring a kind of uh, a kind of a kind of a process by which this uh, the whole thing can be integrated in a very synchronized form and. Uh, the technology can be easily integrated into the services and in turn services into point level, tailor-made forecast by the countries. Because at the the country level, this NHMS role is still important because they have to provide a very tailor-made forecast for the urban early warning system for a simple location or a small basin in the river basin or uh, in a very, uh, in a very um, pointed de- uh, demand for um, for uh, meeting the emerging aspirations of the people because the people no longer tolerate just the saving lives only they also want to have a economic savings there is a uh, yeah, there is a uh, aspirational demand from the uh, users so when there is information available why not make use of it for both saving lives livelihoods and also economic gains so that is going to come
0: so just to pick up on that, just for clarification, Sabaya, uh, it, it's up to the individual countries, is it, to perform a, a sort of integration task? Because obviously there's access to, to different models from different global centres that need to be brought together as, uh, you know, as a, a grand ensemble, if you like, and used by individual countries. Is it the responsibility of your individual member states to, to do that process?
2: Oh, no, that actually there is some preliminary discussion on that. You know, the South Asia Hydromet Forum process. In the South Asia Hydromet Forum process, there will be a, a kind of a synchronized delivery of these um, services to the countries so that uh, uh, there is a cost saving. And also there is a uh, there is a appreciation of uh, the, the individual country needs from a, a regional perspective. This is a common regional issue, so that a regional institution like RIMS could play a role in as a conduit to take this uh, process forward, so that individual countries need not worry about, say, several forecasts from different locations and all. We, we already established a knowledge hub within rhymes under the area being established, a knowledge hub, a regional hub within RIMS to do this particular you know, uh, kind of you know, work to ensure that countries get what actually they need instead of uh, you know, going to all over the process to get individual forecasts done and all. This has been already done through our climate change projections. You know there is a demand by countries to provide uh, because so much of uh, 21, 25 IPCC models are available, but uh, countries are not in a position to down- download and change it and also the, the frequent change of models. So uh, countries are not cope with the changes also to so the con- countries ask rhymes to provide a, a, a centralized uh, kind of coordinated effort to see that uh, which are the best models is suited for the particular country and that model can be used for that particular country's context and they deliver those services so this uh, uh, this work is already being done from a climate change downscaling perspective in rhymes so from weather scale also this will be appreciated because already we have an experience on that thank you so much
1: so so by this um, leads directly onto you know the, the work that you've done in um, the rhymes amongst the rhymes countries you've demonstrated that there's clearly an operational role for a regional organization and it seems to have been very well appreciated by your members but elsewhere outside of your Domain of, of interest. Um, this approach doesn't seem to have been very successful. We you know we've we have examples from other parts of the world where the attempt to kind of have a regional operational entity hasn't worked very well. Do you think your approach can work in other regions, and and how should we go about uh, enabling it?
2: Uh, we want to be very humble, uh, David, because uh, this is a process we uh, we underwent. From a perspective of application perspective, actually, the whole uh, design of RIM is based on application perspective, and uh, it has got uh, three principles, which is uh, which is, uh, by which we are able to uh, convince countries to uh, really collaborate successfully. Number one is the entire value chain information services given from uh, uh, data um, observation, data sharing, observation, uh, forecast, data analytics. Uh, providing services and also turning to impact forecast, impact forecast into, uh, you can say that uh, community level outreach and also user uh, need-based forecast systems. So entire value chain is provided uh, as a a one com seamlessly. So if you provide only one part of uh, one particular uh, um, component, uh, that will not work because uh, the countries need uh, this whole whole chain uh, process, number one. Number two, as I mentioned earlier, this is all very innovative institutional process. And also we use a lot of latest data analytics in the IT process, You know, like artificial intelligence, of things and all. So these technologies cannot be really sustained by countries. They need institutional support, as I mentioned earlier, to integrate and sustain and also hand-holding approach to the countries so that it is operationally uh, Routineized with the country system. So that is number two. Number three, <clears throat> number three is the emerging technologies because when uh, technology changes, again, the, all these become obsolete. So how do we really keep in touch with the emerging uh, technology, both world technologies, data technologies, and also the modern practices, communication, risk communication, all these practices are really dynamic. And also the risk also dynamic with exposure, and vulnerability also changes all the time. Unless you are really in keeping touch with these changes, uh, if you do a kind of one process, one process that uh, at the time it will be over, but the uh, risk will be really different in, in five years from now in a particular situation because of various factors. So we need to provide uh, services. So these three elements, like uh, uh, value chain, entire value chain as a one holistic chain. Number two, institutional support to sustain, refine, and manage this kind of uh, system third is uh, keeping touch with the emerging technologies and partnerships to ensure that uh, the latest technology and the practices are in, incorporated dynamically into the system so if these three elements are incorporated it can be uh, really uh, it is possible to uh, to have this kind of a mechanism and now because of rhine's uh, services the countries in the remote regions like pacific africa and central asia etc are now re- requesting to have a decentralized services by rhymes by building a mirror capacity of rhymes in one country there and provide a cluster of countries around that region. For example, in Pacific, in PNG, we are building capacity of National revolution PNG of multi-hazard Early Warning Center, and that center will not only provide our PNG uh, system, but also the Pacific uh, regions on a voluntary basis. Whichever country they want, they can take services from them because it's very cost-effective because we only make only one investment and backup support is already available from rhymes And also uh, Madagascar in, uh, in the Africa region, they are also going to have a, a small suburb of rhymes and also in Sri Lanka also we are developing one. These are the kind of suburbs we will have a mirror capacity of rhymes with a backup support from rhymes so that we can really outreach the services to these countries as far as possible. This is the institutional approach the first one is um, the technological approach I, I mentioned to you. These are the two aspects uh, uh, where, where could be of value maybe to the other regions. Thank you. Sabaya,
0: we've, we've briefly touched on on the activities that Rhymes is currently leading with support from the World Bank and, and, and other, other donors. But I wonder if you could elaborate a little bit on, on how you see these, these sort of major programmes with the likes of the World Bank um go and, and what you expect to be achieved by those kinds of programs
2: yeah these are the two projects came in the right time alan really because as i mentioned earlier in the range revolu- uh, evolution we were in phase three meaning providing integrated services to the countries of transforming whether climate or radar data into information by integrating vulnerability exposure data etc so that is where we were in at the time these two projects came uh, very timely in 2020. And that is uh, the South Asia Hydropower Forum uh, Process uh, uh, World Bank. That will bring a kind of uh, you know, uh, addressing, uh, adopting a regional approach to provide uh, capacity building services, both training and technology to the countries through the uh, Knowledge Hub process. So that will really demonstrate the value of uh, regional cooperation uh, in integrating emerging technologies and services to the countries. That is number one. Number two, what the output of SHF will be input to the uh, CARE project, that is another well-done project, climate resilience uh, adaptation project. This project takes a kind of whole government approach where all the um, uh, departments in the government, whether it is infrastructure or a planning or a finance or agriculture or water resources, each uh, department, each division will have a Yes, the national sub DSS, sectoral DSS. And these data will be integrated in the uh, sectoral DSS. That will be linked to national DSS with the NHMS. And the national DSS will link linked to, there is a system called ARDAS, Regional Data on these Rhymes. So that will provide yes, backup support and also direct support wherever there is required for impact forecasting and the integrated services through the ARDAS system. So ARDAS is a one mechanism which connects global and regional data um, process, mechanisms, data sources, and also country-level data sources, as I mentioned to you, national DSS and uh, sectoral DSS, into one common uh, regional platform. That platform uh, will will really enrich this collaboration and brings uh, a new um, uh, way of engaging countries with uh, value-added services. So these two projects came very, very right time, and the Contrains Council appreciated this process and this is going to be um, uh, replicated in other regions because in the 12th Crimes Council meeting in September 2000, uh, sorry, November 2020, that countries from Africa region, Pacific region, and also other regions uh, demanded that so much thing happening in South Asia. Oh, uh, WMO need to be involved, uh, should leverage uh, this effort to uh, outreach this kind of South Asia experience to Africa and uh, Pacific and other remote regions. So the Minister's Conference is being planned to demonstrate this uh, SHF and well uh, care project and see that how it can be um, integrated into other regions in Africa through the Minister's Conference because a political demand came for that to happen. So Secretary General WMO agreed to have a um, co-sponsoring the Minister's Conference. So WMO will be fully on board, ELS Cup will be fully on board, and we already have uh, ongoing well-done projects for demonstration these three, three institutions together ECMW data sharing process that is successful in the South Asia and also other countries and also uh, the SHF project of uh, you know, providing regional approach for um, modeling and also uh, training capacity building etc and uh, this again, uh, care project for transforming data into evidence-based information for Development, the whole development policy in making everything. So, these three, and the UNSCAP providing a numberless support for the planning and finance system, in the whole uh, ministries. So, this is going to have a, another landmark. As I mentioned to you, signing ECMW was a landmark when you were there. Now, this is another landmark to change <laughs> the rhymes uh, uh, services qualitatively to the countries. So, that is an issue. Thank you so much on this. So, Sabaya,
1: um one of the key themes of the weather pod is the relationship uh, between the public, private and academic sectors in the weather enterprise. How do you see the enterprise evolving within RIMES member countries? Are some of them more receptive than others, for example, to engagement with the private sector? Uh, and does RIMES have a role to play in fostering this enterprise?
2: Yes, that is because when we have a, there is a link between open data sharing and this particular Uh, issue for example. There is a a, uh, kind of a a conflicting kind of uh, relationship initially between private sector, whether whether enterprise and also NHMS. NHMS have some kind of uh, insecurity in LA uh, associating this uh, because there is no clear defined role between NHMS and the private sector. So, in the Ramesh will have a very a, a important role to differentiate to the role between private sector private weather enterprise and um, the public weather service to see that uh, how this process is very valuable. So in the transition time now, I as I mentioned to you earlier, we are going to demonstrate uh, the process of what are the uh, how how are the weather enterprise uh, process can really add value to so be taking data from this particular uh, system and uh, in the in the way of convincing that if there is a X number of profit is earned out of that, then that could be, we can also convince private sector to plug it back a portion of it for investment in data collection generation and all because lot of data is, uh, in this region is a lot of data, data sparse region, you know, we need to have a lot of investment unless you have investment in this data sparse region with the latest technologies and all EOVs and uh, all the uh, the kind of uh, cloud computing this process and all the project also will not get to kind of with kind of the services which uh, they can get so this transition time uh rhymes is going to navigate this process and uh, see that how uh, we will be uh, how it will happen so it is a very uh, interesting uh, transition and we hope the best will come out of it
0: supplier we've We've covered a wide range of topics and it's evident that Rhymes is going from strength to strength, which is great. It, it, it only remains to thank you, Subaya, for a, a very engaging conversation.
1: Yeah, thanks very much for joining us and we look forward to seeing you again soon.
2: Thank you very much for the such um, insightful questions and the very logically organizing. I enjoyed this interview very much, David and Alan. Thank you so much.
1: Well, that concludes this episode of the WeatherPod. We hope you've enjoyed it. Alan and I will be back next month, and in the meantime, please give us your feedback via email to support at GWEforum.org.